Hey, what's up, guys? 12 Days of Replays right here. Stale bread, as we call it. Uh, and this particular episode is a fantasy draft edition. Yes, an FDE. Fantasy draft edition. Many of you jobbers love these. This was myself, the professor himself, my man, my man, Mike Tenay, and the captain. Yes, remember the captain? Buy a hat, bitch. Yes, we uh, we did a uh, fantasy draft on top female wrestlers of, uh, I guess this was 2015 or 16. 16. 15, 16, 17, 20, 30, hut, hut. Anyway, it was top women wrestlers with Tanae, myself, and uh, El Capitan. Enjoy. From the heart of New York City. He is the human suplex machine. This is the Taz Show. Yeah, yeah. Talking wrestling, sports, and beyond. It's the Black Tower Maniac coming out of Brooklyn. The one-man crime spree. He gonna leave you shook. Try to beat him if you can and survive if he lets you. Human suplex and he coming for you too. Better watch out. The guy your mother warned you about. And he's got one question. I'll inform you about like You're not afraid of a little competition, are you? Award-winning host and former world heavyweight champion, Taz. All right, all right. Special, special. This is a special edition. Fantasy Draft Edition of the Taz Show. Welcome, boys and girls. Hope everybody's good out there. We're going to give you the top opinions, this is. Top 10 female wrestlers, current wrestlers. Uh, In my view, in the captain's view, separate views. And Professor Vegas himself, Mike Tanay, which will join us shortly, is always our special guest here on fantasy draft editions, as every, uh, fantasy draft edition, as everyone knows. So, uh, looking forward to this, Captain. How's things going? All right, going good. Yes, the, the show's on vacation this week, but yet we still managed to come and do some work. Exactly, and I also made sure I dressed appropriately for today. Yes, well, yes, you, you're a jobber and you're wearing a jobber shirt. But aren't we all jobbers? At the end of the day, we know that. I'll tell you who's not a jobber, and that's uh, one of my newest. Um, one of my newest supporters and sponsors here on the show because it leads to my dinner this evening, which will be awesome, my friend. Okay, I am looking forward to sinking my teeth in probably a pound and a half of free-range chicken drummits. You're going to make my stomach start rumbling. Oh, brother, you know, my friends over at Premier Meats. Premier Meat Company, brother, you know, they are the best. Just pitch this, dude. The highest quality, never frozen proteins delivered right to your doorstep. That's what Premier Meat Company does. They've been providing proteins to top restaurants throughout throughout the United States for decades, dude. I know you're a big meat guy. Of course. And I know you like some fish, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, Uh the salmon fillet, the salmon they have at Premier Meats is unbelievable, dude. Okay, they have a, there's a variety of different options. You have fresh beef, pork, chicken, lamb, venison, bison. Venison, bite, wow. Dude, I'm not kidding, seafood. Legit, dude, all like amazing stuff delivered right to your door. This stuff's never frozen. Frozen. Premier Meat Company makes it easy to eat green proteins that benefit your health, your environment, and your community. And they got a subscription gimmick. They got a subscription model. Uh, so basically, you could uh, basically every day eat this stuff and have it delivered to your home. You know, you just build up a whole monthly subscription thing. They deliver it perfectly, too. That's fantastic. And they do it fast, right? Very fast. Within 48 hours to your door once you order it. Okay, it's packed and shipped cold, fresh, and as I said, never frozen. Premier meats are simply, simply superior to supermarket meats because they are natural, they're fresh, they're healthier, they're hand-cut, hand-selected. 
the farms. This, this company's been doing this for over 50 years. They're out in California. Okay, the meats are tremendous, and I got a special deal for you. Captain, even for you. Go there. When you check out, the code you want to use, the special code, TAZLIVE, T-A-Z-L-I-V-E, you get 20 bucks off your order. That's a great deal. No doubt, bro. Go to PremierMeatCompany.com, okay, and check it out. I always tweet about them, and I uh, love these guys, so it's good stuff. That's my dinner tonight, the drumlets, dude. Now you got me hungry. Oh, they, the bur- you like burgers, right? I love burgers. Bro, they got grass-fed burgers that are off the chain. Oh. Premier Meat Company, dude. They're the best. So uh, we got to talk about the females. We got to talk about the top 10 females. We got to get rolling with that. So why don't we take a break, and we'll jump right into it. We'll get Mike today on the hook, and we'll get rolling. We taking a break right now? We're going to take a break right now. Right why? Now? Is that right a problem? Now? No. Is there a problem taking a break right now? No. Uh, 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 the, 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 the monkeys in the truck, are they ready? The video monkeys? They ready for a break? We have several trucks. <laughs> I, just hacked, I just hacked the Jericho thing. Uh-oh. He does the monkey in the truck, so that's a hack alert on me. Hack alert. Hack alert. Hack alert. It's very rare that there's a hack alert on me, but we'll be right back here on the Taz Show. I'm a jobber. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And now back to the Fantasy Draft with Taz and Professor Vegas, Mike Tenay. go baby welcome back welcome back we're gonna get right into this baby fantasy draft edition special on the task show top 10 females current females that's how we roll baby yours truly taz right here screaming at you shows on vacation we're still having at it the captain he's gonna give his in and on the hook none other than the professor himself professor vegas mike today hello mike taz taz how are you by the way i just have to point something out when I'm put on hold before coming on the show, are you aware that I am treated to a nonstop loop of Captain Tom? Boy, you talk about annoying. All I've heard for the last 20 minutes while you put me on hold is if yeah, I'm Captain Tom. If you're hearing me, that means that you missed today's show. But don't worry about it. And on and on and on. So I'm pretty much worn out from Captain Tom already, and we haven't even started. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he, he. I don't like Captain Tom's chances. And this is the first time he's throwing his hat in the gimmick here, you know, uh, for fancy dress. Mike, you and I have been doing this for a while. Normally we have Seth, the Kung Fu jobber himself, but um, he can't make it because he wasn't invited. But I digress. Um <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Seth, Seth didn't make the cut. Instead, we're going with Captain Crunch. I like it. We're going with the captain. Yeah, Captain Crunch. I like it. Yeah, so, uh, so Mike, first, before we get rolling into the top current, top 10 current females, and for those that aren't familiar where we do this fantasy draft, uh, myself, uh, the captain, and Mike Tanay, we do not share each other's list. We kind of you know keep it a secret so it's more organic on the air. And uh, we talk about it, and we start from 10 down to 1, who we feel. Any company, anybody, any, any in this situation, any girl, whoever it is. Before we do that, Mike, talk to me. How's things going with um, the sports betting podcast, the great Professor Vegas sports betting podcast uh, here at CBS Radio and Play.it. How's it going, bro? It's going great, uh, Professor Vegas. It's now uh, post-football season, but still plenty of sports betting to talk about. 
concentrating at this point on basketball, a little bit on hockey. We've got baseball coming up, and, and also uh, we've, we've got NASCAR starting up. There's betting on NASCAR. Going to follow that into the into the major uh, thoroughbred races with the Kentucky Derby and the like. So it's going to be a big next couple of months for the Professor Vegas podcast, and we invite everybody to subscribe for free and listen every week when the podcast comes out. Sounds good, bro. Sounds good. So, um, all right, look, this list. By, by the way, I, I, I love the way you also told everybody up front that it's obvious that uh, that we never discuss these things in advance. I think everybody knows that if they've listened. <laughs> to just one of these fantasy drafts. Yes. There's absolutely no discussion of that. No. And that, that that's painfully obvious. Oh, my God. Already you're starting. No, because the, th- the thing is, Mike, I have so many different people in droves, thousands upon thousands of new listeners and viewers every day here on the Taz Show. So I got I to gotta, I gotta pretend or in my mind or assume that there's a bunch of new viewers and listeners. But, yes, it does get a little crazy at times that the wheels fall off the, the, the cart very quick, and they're already starting to because you're aggravating me. You know, when the wheels fall off, that's what makes it so good. I, I, I just recently did an interview with uh, CBS National Radio, Andy Gresh, mm. the Gresh. And the one thing he pointed out was the fact that he loves the fantasy drafts, but he also loves the fact that the wheels fall off and everything goes to hell. Wait and that's wait, what wait. makes great radio. Let me get this straight. You promoted or talked about my show on someone else's show? Oh, come on. You don't, you don't know the extent and the links that I go to to promote, uh, to, to promote your show, Taz. Come on. You, come should, on, you should know that by now. Well, no, because you, like me, we're from the wrestling business, and that never happens. You know how to business. Everybody's so paranoid and insecure. That never happens. Thank you. All, all, all for the CBS family, my friend. You that. <laughs> one for all so, and all for one. So, wait, if, if I wasn't a CBS show or you weren't, then you wouldn't do it. You're who? Who are you? Yes. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> See, Captain, this is what I got to deal with here. See? I, like I mentioned last week, man, I'm, I'm a little intimidated. Yeah, the Captain, uh, we talked about it last week on the show, on the Taz show, bro. And um, and uh, I'll tell you, Mike, the Captain, he was a little concerned. He did say it on the air that he's a little intimidated by it. Because, you're, Mike, you're intimidating. You, you are. You're rough. I'm the least intimidating person Pretty, pretty much in the in the history of the wrestling business, you know that. Come on. Oh, wait a second! I might have to fall. I listen. You, you've never seen me go uh, off on anybody. I, I think there's a flag thrown on, on you right now. I've I've witnessed. I'm not going to get into detail. I've witnessed a a verbal assault more than once by you on some sorry sap, and it was said, and it was it was disturbing and uncomfortable and awkward to watch. <laughs> That's why you enjoyed it so much. It was hysterical. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> Cap, you got to say, when this guy gets mad, when Mike gets mad, bro, it's like you have no idea. All the VOD comes out. All of his VOD <laughs> comes out. He'd take your v- That's <laughs> That's our running joke on the show, Mike, that Mike Tanay takes his VOD everywhere he goes. Because you always Well, doesn't everybody. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so let's discuss this. Top 10 females. Um, hmm. Now, Captain, you know there was an open. And now, the Taz Show presents the Fantasy Draft Edition. Top 10 current female wrestlers. All right, so the way we're going to do this, Captain, pay attention. This is what's going to happen. Mike's the guest. He will go first. You will go second. I will go third. Top 10 females. This is uh, current girls. 
uh, we're covering who we feel are in-ring talents that are tremendous on the microphone, overall talents, you know, promos, whatever. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking at it doesn't matter how big success they've had or not, just overall talents. Uh, that's how I did my list. Uh, Mike, you feeling that? I, I like to think of this as like a fantasy draft where if, if you were uh, at the head of an organization, this would be the order that you would want to hire the talent and use them accordingly. And when I, when I started making out this list, I, I think we're probably going to have quite a bit of repetition mm. among our picks mm. because I was able to come up with a good 10, I think, right out of the bat. But then the difficulty, of course, always comes in in trying to slot them 1 to 10, and that's where it gets to be so subjective, but that's right. where it gets to be pretty, you know, that's really the fun of it, too. But, but that is the fun, and, and, and um, you know, the way you, you, the way you put it, as far as, like, if you own a company, you're a hack because I sent you that text, and that's the overview of the show, and you stole my idea. But thank, thanks for sharing it with the world. Thanks, Mike. Anything I can do to shine it up, you know that. All right, All right here we go. Look, Mike, let's do this now. You ready? You got your number 10. Who's your number 10? And begin. My, my number 10 to kick things off is Eva Lise. Um, I really thought that she had a lot of potential when I saw her in TNA. I agree. Um, I never felt that she had a real good opportunity to succeed there, uh, pretty much because from my my recollection, from my memory, I I think she was booked with Lady Tapa Mm -hmm. and never never really had the opportunity to shine against her. Didn't think that was really a good mix for her. Yes. Uh, Trained by Carlos Colon. Yep. Trained by Savio Vega. Yep. Uh, now that I see you're in Lucha Underground, great. I, I really think that my thoughts and my feelings that I had previously were right on the money. They were accurate. I think she's uh, realizing her potential in Lucha Underground. Uh, already seen her in the new season. And this is where I'm just going to go off the tracks just a little bit here. I saw her where they had her in the match. I think it was the first week against Mil Muertes. Yeah. Uh, mixed match. And I just have to say that while I like the Lucha Underground product a lot, I think that these Men against women matches are just so overdone mm, in, in Lucha Underground. And while I know that maybe it was one of their calling cards in season one, I really think that they need to move forward from that and maybe go to it occasionally if you have to. But I just think it, there, there's way too much of it yeah, in Lucha Underground. I, I, I agree. I'm a huge Lucha Underground fan. I'm not, I've talked about it many times on my show. I am not a fan of intergender wrestling at all. And and I do think that in Mexico, and you're more of a lucha expert than I am, Mike. I think that's that's been happening for a lot of years. I also think on a lot of the independents, the higher wrestling in higher end wrestling independents, especially on the West Coast, there's a lot of intergender intergender wrestling. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I guess that's probably where it got started. I don't think there's really all that much of it in in Mexico. They do have the transvestite wrestlers. So, oh, oh, wait a minute. What the hell? Hold on a second. What are we doing here? The, they've got the exoticos, as, as Captain uh, Tommy calls them. But uh, <laughs> there's, so, so, so there's often the perception that you're seeing a man against a woman in Lucha Libre. But it really is two guys. Uh, you know you but, broke a rule. Uh, you know there's rules on this show. You obviously don't understand. Yeah, what's, what what's have rule? I done now? Well, what's, there's, there's 15 rules. I have a lot of rules. It's like military school. Uh, Captain, what is rule number one of the show? You're always right. Yes, you're meaning Taz. Taz. Taz is always right. So when you correct me there, that was kind of a bad thing you just did, Mike. So, so you... like, like I like I said, Taz, there's been intergender matches in Mexico <laughs> going back really to the 30s. 
when Salvador Luteroth, when he started the promotion in Mexico City. Oh. I think the, the, the first match probably on the card was a man <laughs> against a woman. So you know what? You're dead on. You're right. <laughs> all right. So, Will you stop? Um, all right. So I, I have Evil List, by the way. Uh, Evil East, I should say, on my list. I'm not going to say where. Okay? You don't have to say that. Captain, you're up. I love your pick, by the way, Mike. You're up, Cap. Number Thanks, 10. Seth. At number 10, I have uh, someone coming out of a wrestling family. I have Natalia. Oh, wow. I okay. love the way she works in the ring. Jim Neidhart's daughter. She's fantastic. Okay, cool. Cool. And that's uh, what you. What about her promo work? I think it's pretty good. I'd like to see a little more of it. Okay. I, like I've always said, I want to see the women get their own show. Right. That's the thing that uh, the captain says, Mikey. And he's got a good point. He feels like with WWE, they have so much female talent, they should have their own wrestling show. And I agree with him. Um, I, you do? I, I, I don't know. I, I just I, I, I think maybe there's enough WWE shows right now that maybe the last thing that we need is another one, and, and, I, and I think maybe we need to take the existing shows and the current shows yeah. and, and make them more entertaining before I would worry wow. about getting a standalone show for the women. That's wow. just my opinion. Uh, well, well, there we go. Another flag on today. So uh, it seems like what you're trying to do is work your way out of being the permanent guest on the Fantasy Draft Editions because you're disagreeing with way too much of the creative on the Taz show. Problems. <laughs> maybe there's a way we can get Seth work back in. <laughs> Um, Maybe if I go out, then it's then it's you, Seth, and Tommy. That, that, that I think that would be terrific. Okay, so no, um, no, no. Let's see here, My- <laughs> Mike. What that was is a cyber flag. So you heard a cyber flag. We have a lot of gimmicks. We have a lot of sophomoric, immature soundboards here. It's this is kind of what we do here. So enjoy it. Okay. So sounded like sounded like Captain Tommy had gas. <laughs> All right, so number 10, Tanae has Ivelisse. Uh The captain has Natalia. And my number 10 is a young lady from TNA named Jade. Uh, wrestled for uh, quite some time as uh, Mia Yim. Mike, I know you're very familiar with her. Um, tremendous, in my opinion, tremendous in-ring talent. Uh, I, I'm really a fan of this girl's work. I think she has uh, big-time potential uh, to do a lot of really special things as a female competitor. Uh, super athletic. I, I like her look. Really, uh, really good body. Not just sexy, but super athletic looking girl. And uh, you know, the way she talks, just everything about her, something about her I like. And boom, she made my top 10. And there it is uh, uh, Jade from TNM, Mia Yim. That's mine. Okay. So, yes, Mike. I think one of the constants that we're going to have when we're talking about these young ladies is, is that word that you just used potential. Yes. Because I, I, I really felt that when I was making out the list that uh, this, is a, this is really a young group for the most part that we've got here. Yes. Um, I like the captain's pick at number 10, but I think he's really shortchanging uh, Natalia Natty Neidhart. We'll talk about that in a bit. All right. But, uh, yeah, I really think potential is, is one of those words that when you, when, when you look at almost the top 10, so many of them, I think are still early in their careers, and we're really going to see a lot of great things from these WWE divas, from these young ladies. Yeah, I, I don't think it's just. I don't. Why would you say just WWE? I mean, I, I, you're saying WWE divas. Well, I just thought I'd change it up and say WWE divas and say instead <laughs> of women, ladies. Just say you know. It, no, 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 no. Um, Taz, Taz, I know you. You you always thought of yourself as a wordsmith. Yes, of course. Uh, and then I just thought I I would just add a little uh, no, no. flavor to it with you're that. You're missing but, my point. Uh, Tonight, I, I, obviously, 
all of my hard work is not appreciated. <laughs> As usual, <laughs> you're missing my point or ignoring it. No, what <laughs> what I'm saying is you named you you had named Ivelisse. I have and she's a Lucha Underground girl. I had named a TNA girl. And you're saying WWE Divas on this list. Well, I, well, yeah, it'll be WWE Divas, but it's not just WWE I, I, Maybe I have a lot of WWE Divas on my list, and maybe I'm anticipating huh? that you and El Capitan are going to have the same, oh, uh, very similar. But there's a lot of WWE Divas that made up my top ten list. Okay, don't get hot. <laughs> don't get hot. I'm just asking. Um, yeah, I think I, primar- I, primarily because uh, we, we get to see so much of them. Yeah, well, I hear you, but you need to be a little more well-versed, maybe, if you are a professor, unless that's a work. Um, so... Oh, no, it's 100% of work. Are you kidding? <laughs> First time I met you, I remember talking to you, and I said something to, like, after a couple of, like, working with, like, with, with you, Mike, I'm telling the captain here, a couple of shows with Mike and, and, um, and TNA, and I'm like, you know, this whole uh, professor thing, you, you're not as bright as I thought you were. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, I, don't, I don't think I ever denied that. And, and Mike goes, oh, bro, it's a total work. <laughs> oh, oh, totally. <laughs> I just popped. It was hysterical. Uh, damn. Yeah, no, no. You, you, you definitely definitely sharp as a tack. All right, so boom. Who's your number nine, Mike? At, at number nine, uh, I have Emma, uh, NXT, oh. uh, WWE. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Australian girl trained by Lance Storm. Yep. And I have to admit, I was not on board um, initially, uh, especially the way that, that uh, WWE was using her. They had her in an early role with Santino Morella. It, mm. it just didn't just didn't really work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, after I've had a chance to watch uh, a couple of the matches, and most recently she had a match um, that I saw against uh, the Japanese uh, Oscar. young lady Oscar. That's, that's working Oscar. for Oscar. Yeah, for uh, with, with Oscar, who's right. she's al- she's also made my top ten list. But right. it was Same it here. was the match that. That Emma had against uh, against her that really for me cemented the spot in the in the top ten and gotcha. and as a result I've got Emma at number nine. Okay, I'm glad you finished up because other people here have to give their picks too. So, um, and, and did I mention she's 26 <laughs> years old? So again, there's, there's, there's that upside. There's the, there's 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 the young divas that I talked about just moments ago, and that's why I just thought I'd just bring that back right back around again. Oh, you're too much. You are just you're always chirping away, Mike. That's you. <laughs> always chirping away. Oh, All right, so uh, who do you got there, <laughs> Captain? Who do you got? I'm a little stunned. I actually have Emma as well at number nine. Oh, look at that! The Captain and uh, and, oh. and the Tanae—they think the same. I love it. I love nice, it. nice. Good job, good job. So you, now is when you say ditto to what Mike said. Ditto. <laughs> as, and also, as we've mentioned plenty of times on the show, that heel turns really what's helped Emma out yes, a lot. She's I just agree. fantastic right now. She is fantastic. And Mike, just so you know, so you don't have another flag thrown, when we reference NXT, it's to us it's a separate brand. We say WWE and NXT. We don't say, well, made it up to WWE from NXT. We don't say, we don't look at it as a minor league. That's my point. Okay? Good. I'm glad we're well, clear. Yeah. You, you, guys, you guys have the way you do it, and I have the way I do it. <laughs> That's great. You're breaking rules. That's what, left that's, what, that's, what, that's what makes the show so good and oh, so diverse. And so that, that we're not, you yeah. know, that we're not all on the same page because as we all know that <laughs> we, we would hate to be on the same page. And that's why this will be your last fantasy draft ever. So, um, okay, my number nine, okay, is probably a girl that neither of you guys have on your list. And I don't want anyone lying. We have rules against lying here. We're all honest. Sexy Star from Lucha Underground is my number nine. 
sexy star, a tremendous, tremendous competitor. Obviously, uh, kind of lacks promo uh, promo ability. I don't know how much English she speaks. Uh, she's uh, had a lot of success in Mexico, obviously. Uh, she lives up to the name. She's sexy as hell, and she wears a hood. This girl wears a mask, and she's hot. So it's kind of weird in a way, but it's cool. You know, so, um, Mike, I'm sure you're familiar with her history and all. Uh, she's been yeah, around, yeah. She, she she didn't she didn't make my top ten list right, right. Um, she's obviously gotten an awful lot of airtime yeah uh, especially in in, se- in season one with Lucha Underground uh, they they pretty much when you know when it came to the female side yeah uh, they they really hitched the wagon to her a lot in, se- in season number one uh, I I think I'm I'm with you from the extent of of the character I like the character I like the the look even more than her in-ring ability. So I, I don't have her in the in the top ten list, but I, I, I could see where you would head down that road. I, I just like her as a worker. I do. I just She's crisp. She's always crisp. Her, her stuff looks legit to me. I like her. I mean, I just something about her. She's got that it factor for me, you know what I mean? And I like sure. her. So that's my number nine. Okay, cool. Number eight. Uh, here we go. We're sitting at number eight. Tanae, you're up. Go. Yeah, number eight for me is Bailey. Okay. Um, yep. Currently, I believe... The NXT uh, Women's Champion, correct. Uh, t- to me, incredibly improved. The matches that she has had against Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks, yes, really solidified. I think the the status for me to make the top ten. And when I when I watch Bailey, I almost get the feeling, the way the fans react to her, that they want to adopt her. Something along the lines of a Daniel Bryan type. Mm. So now, now I'm, I'm not. Not making any any kind of an assertion here that Bailey is is near the worker of a Daniel Bryan, but just that just that mentality when I see the fan reaction to her, the way that they adopted Daniel Bryan, yeah. you know, back in she, the day, I I kind of see that same kind uh, of thing with Bailey. I love your analogy, Mike. I agree. I'm a big fan of Bailey. She's on my list. She does have that connectivity to the audience, just like a Daniel Bryan. There's something about her. If if you if you're a dad, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and you have a little girl as a daughter. This girl's a role model. You want Bailey because there's something about her. You know, she fights hard. She talks great. She's clean cut. She's a cute girl. She's that girl next door. You know what I mean? It's just something about her, that connectivity. Right. There's something about her. I, I, I think it's a good pick, Mike. I like it. Thank you, sir. All right, go ahead there, Cap. And number eight, I got Paige. It would have been funny if you said he's got Bailey, too. <laughs> All right, so uh, that would be great. Everything is exactly like Mike. <laughs> Paige, uh, you can't go wrong there, dude. She's on my list too. She's she's whew. nice and aggressive. I think she's lost a little steam from when she first from when Paige first came up, but I think that's normal. Well, the push she lost Correct. the push. Yeah, but it's it's normal. Yeah, it is normal. It happens. You, you know, whoever whatever know the reasons are. She's, I mean, her, I think both her parents are workers, right? In, in the UK and England, right, Mike? They are, and I have her on my list. I, I, I think the captain makes a good point in, in terms of. Maybe losing the the full push that she had, but there's a couple of reasons behind that. I think one of them being so many of the other girls have been elevated up to the main roster. So uh, I think when they first started with Paige, she was sort of the, you know the, the, she on. was the chosen one. Now you threw a flag. You threw a flag. You said main roster. You can't do that, Mike. Come on. Uh, edit that what, what, post. Hold on, Mike. Hold on, Mike. Hey, let's not play today. Play today in post. Sorry about that, but. Um, <laughs> It's so hot, Mike. Don't get hot. I'm playing around, having fun, bro. Don't get hot. Oh, I, I, I lost you. I lost you there for a second. No, you didn't. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> you can't say up to the main roster. I just broke down the rules. You're like, and you're gonna be defiant. What the hell's wrong with you? 
Oh, so, yeah. What, what, what can what can I do? Yeah. Well, do the right thing. That's what you could throw, do. Throw the flag. Throw uh, the flag again. Throw the flag. All right. No. So what were you saying? You were talking about Paige. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I was agreeing with the captain. I just think that uh, a couple of things, injury issues uh, combined with the fact that so many of the other girls have been moved up is probably the reason. So I don't think it's necessarily that she lost the push. It's just she's that, that push is, is just being divided amongst others. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. So I'm up, right? Am I up? I'm yes, up. it's your yeah. turn. My number eight <clears throat> is, uh, well, Asuka, the young lady out of uh, Japan who's just exploded on the scene. I think for in-ring ability, you could have her in your top three if you wanted. I don't, and here's why I don't. Maybe one of you cats do. I don't know. But this is why I don't. It's Again, it's what I said about Sexy Star, and it's the promo ability. Uh, and I'm American, right? So you got to speak the English or the Brooklynese. So if you're not speaking the Brooklynese or the English, you know, and, and I, you live in America and you work for a company that's uh, an American company, well, you got to speak the English a little better. But uh, I think Oscar. As far as in-ring is off the chain, awesome. Uh, her, her ability with submission, suplexing, her intensity level, uh, the connection to the audience. People believe in her because of her credibility. Big fan of Oscar. So that's my deal on that. Now, number seven. All right, here we go. Tanae, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to repeat your pick at number seven. And uh, I, th- I think you made a great point when you said that that with Oscar, with that, that we could have her legitimately as maybe number one, number two, or number three, uh, and I, and I think that there's a chance that that comes down the line. Uh, yes. But for me, I, I put her at number seven right now. Um, you know, because I, I I've seen a few of her matches, not super familiar with her, but when I did watch her, the stiff style that she has. You touched on the submissions, add in the kicks, gives her. Um, a different type of offense compared to a lot of the other divas in WWE or NXT. Yes. Um, named after the famous Japanese woman wrestler, Linus Asuka. Mm. Uh, before that, known as, as Kana. Uh, great matches in NXT lately against Emma. And that's one of the reasons also that I moved Emma into the list. Um, what it did when I, when, I, when I saw this young lady, it made me uh, delve a little bit deeper in and and see some of the women for this group in Japan called Stardom. Yes. Don't know if you guys are aware of that group. I'm slightly familiar with it. Yeah, a, co- a company over in Japan that that just has a tremendous group of Japanese women wrestlers. And uh, boy, I tell you what, you, you go on on, on Daily Motion and, and sites like that, and you can really get hooked into watching some of these matches over there for this uh, for this Stardom group and. I ended up with even a couple other of the of the girls over there that I really liked, and I, I put down on the list. But I have I have them on my honorable mention because they're just so under the radar. I think to so many people, but wait, so as, as I'm with you 100, percent and so I have just, her at number seven. Wait, a couple of those girls are just a little. What do you what do you normally say? Just, just, just a little bit outside of the top ten. <laughs> I love it. Love it. <laughs> All right, boom. So today's got Oscar at seven. Captain, what do you got? At seven, I have Becky Lynch. I would have okay. put her much higher, but I really I'm expecting a lot bigger things out of Becky very soon. Yeah, she's uh, Becky's on my Lynch too. I'm a big fan of Becky, and she's uh, definitely her ability, her athleticism, her promos are getting better. Okay, they're getting better, but I got her on my list also. Uh, here we go. Speaking of Becky, someone that she's uh, was good friends with, and that she got heat with. My number seven is Charlotte uh, from the WWE. Uh, current WWE Divas champ or woman's champ, whatever you want to call it. So 
Ric Flair's daughter, obviously. I think that Charlotte, again, from an athletic standpoint, I love her look. She's a pretty girl. She's in great shape. Screams athlete, legit athlete. She's not little. She's a big girl. She looks like she'll she'll knock your block off. Um, I think her promos need a little work. I think that, and I've talked about it before, I mean, it's tough when you have the nature of Ric Flair at your side as you're coming to the ring because, like, he is just a household name for decades upon decades, arguably the biggest star in the history of the business, uh, two-time Hall of Famer, multiple-time world champion. Ric Flair, uh, just he, he's got the it factor. So even at his age now, when you see her, meaning Charlotte, walk out with her dad, your eyes go to Rick sometimes, you know, because he's Ric Flair. You know, and it's like he's a massive star. I think sometimes, I don't mean no disrespect towards Charlotte, I think she's awesome. I'm a big fan of hers. I've been putting her over forever on my show. But I do think that when the time comes, and I'm sure Rick would want to do this, that they kind of have her dad, you know, go his own way and Charlotte just takes off on her own. I think that things will get even bigger and better for Charlotte, in just my opinion. Huge fan of her work, her look, her promos, I think will get would be better when her dad's not with her. That's my wow. opinion. Well, uh, well, damn, one hundred percent in agreement. And I, I have her on my list also, still to come. But you, the, the one thing, when you see week after week when she comes out with Ric Flair, Taz, to me, it's in the back of my mind every time I see her. And that is, is it going to be a month? Is it going to be three months? Yeah. You know when they fi- when they finally cut the cord. I know because I'm with you one hundred percent. I like it initially. Uh, I think it also separates her from from the pack gives her that identity but you're right the longer that rick is there uh and and this is almost a hard sentence to say but i think the longer that he's there the potential is there for it to be a detriment yeah and and you know what i think of rick flair i think you know the the greatest of the greatest the great but thinking of how charlotte could stand on her own and i think it's going to happen down the line like like you touched on um yeah, just just a terrific talent, uh, and and I definitely agree with your pick. Yep, no doubt. Thank you. Um, what do you got there, Cap? Uh, what was up? Captain's up. Mike's up next. Well, hold on. Stop. Uh, Where the hell are we? We're up to seven, right? Tanae, Tanae back in the barrel at six. Oh, thanks. All uh, right. <laughs> uh, my 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 uh, v- uh, very close personal friend of mine, uh, Captain <laughs> Tommy. There, it seems like our our picks are awfully close, mirroring our picture. I've got Paige. Wait, hold at on. Before six. ah, geez, I want, uh, you said Paige. Hold on, I don't want to upcut you. He said close personal friend. The captain's a little confused. Captain, uh, please play that little bit of audio real quick that when we give the phone number, when I give the phone little hint, oh, Teneo oh, pop. Oh, oh, okay. This is what happens when I plug the phone number, Mike. You'll Attention hotline fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's your boy right there, buddy. <laughs> That's my man, Mean Gene. <laughs> I tell you what, hey, Taz, in our locker room, uh, oh. how, how, how many Mean Gene impressions through oh. the years have you heard me do? And, oh, my God. Oh, it, that, got, that got I, us through some long afternoons, didn't Oh, it, my God, it sure did. I, that's what I was telling the captain last week. I said, like, you got to hear today, dude. Uh, call a hotline, because I'll give the phone number for the show for people to call. Say, yeah, call a hotline, 866. You know, so, <laughs> but I can't do it like you and Gene, but today does it. He might break into it. Well, call a hotline. You'll do the gimmick when you get a chance. So, um, and, and then, you know, the way that Gene used to do the intros for uh, the interviews, nobody better. Not a best. He was the you best. Know, <laughs> like, like if he was doing the market specs or the market the market promos. Give me one. Give me one. And, give me one. And, you know, he'd be talking about AWA coming to the Cow Palace this Saturday night. Going to be a blowout show. Long time. Very close personal friend of mine. 
Leo Namalini, he <laughs> promises he's going to be ringside at the Cal Palace. You don't want to miss oh, it. Man. <laughs> hey, Captain, that was my weekly backstage <laughs> announcer. Non- nonsense. <laughs> yeah, that's what we dealt with every day with today. You didn't uh, use it as a warm-up or anything? <laughs> no, he, Mike, Mike don't need the warm-up. Um, all right, so your number six today you said was Paige, correct? Six is Paige. No coincidence that uh, somebody, I think, who – uh, grows up around the business in the U.K. Uh, like she did. It's such a huge advantage uh, to fit in. Um, yes. Debuted at the age of 13. Wow. Uh, major influence from the father and the mother who, who were in the wrestling business. Uh, we mentioned earlier about how that, that push has kind of been divided a little bit uh, in the WWE for the Divas. Paige recently back from a concussion. That's one of the reasons why... Uh, she was sort of backburnered uh, for a month or so. The, the one thing that really got me, and, and I went through on, on some of these ladies because I, I, I wasn't sure of of their ages. Uh, I mean, I knew a bunch of them were in their 20s. Right. Paige is 23 years old. No way. Are you kidding me? That, that's, that's what that, you know, Seth, Seth sent me to Google and I, I found uh, out that she was 23 years old, which wait, uh, it, it just blew me away. Hold on. I got I to gotta spawn up the captain here. So when Mike says, Seth sent me to Google, this is the gimmick. Because Seth, we used to bust him and he'd say, no, no. He would get his list from Google. <laughs> <laughs> he would I don't know that we ever had proof, but it was painfully no, obvious. No, we had proof because we said it. So... <laughs> So he would GTS. See, Mike, on this show we say GTS. Google that S. So, and this, so you know, Mike. Now, the captain and Seth, they got some heat. They they don't like oh. each other. Oh, there's there's that going to be oh. physicality and everything. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. Oh my! There's oh, fantasy yeah. matches being booked between the two of us. Yeah, fans call and want them to fight. It's hysterical. <laughs> so it's, it's it's a shoot. I swear, I, I'm not kidding. I swear to God, it's unbelievable. And they have heat. Because I think the Seth is a little jealous of the captain. That's the problem. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. And, and I have to admit, boy, Captain Tommy just moving right into this slot. Oh. Seems, seems very secure with it. And, and, he's a pirate. He's a pirate, bro. He's a pirate. I think he's doing a terrific job, especially because he pretty much has my picks. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No, this guy's a pirate. Mike, you would love the captain. He, he drinks a lot of Johnny Walker. Okay. He has a, he has a ship. Uh, he's a he's a pirate, as we know, and he right. has, he has a bunch of broads on, wenches on the ship, and he's always drinking and he's always yelling, hey, hey, "Give me my wallet, Johnny Walker!" He's a drunk. <laughs> he's like you, Mike. No offense. Yeah, but, perfect. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Mike's a big drinker. It, it, it is a mirror image. Everything but the ship. What about the gambling captain? You do what he everything but the ship. That was funny. <laughs> Mike lives in Vegas. It's a desert. Uh, so, uh, captain, do you, are you into the gambling? I need a little guidance on that one. I got a whole lot of pirate gold ready to go. There you go. See that the pirate gold line? You heard that? You heard that? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get we'll get him to listen to Professor Vegas. We'll we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll make we'll get him out to to, to Nevada for for a little investment. Yes, I agree. I agree. Okay, That's I lost. What you have to do. I lost complete thought on where the hell <laughs> I am in this show. We're up to six. Uh, we're, we're at Captain Tommy for number six. Uh, at least someone's paying attention. Thanks, Mike. All right, the, play, the, the play-by-play guy just can't help himself. Can I, I can't help it. I'll just let you take control. That's the gimmick. Um, <laughs> El Capitan, what do you got? My number six is uh, a woman of honor, Taylor Hendricks. Oh. I think her ring work is incredible. Huge, huge, huge fan of Taylor Hendricks. She is not on my top ten 
in my honorable mention for sure, I am a big fan of hers. Mike, we first got to see Taylor in TNA back in the day. You remember? Yes, that that's uh, that is true. Um, I, I don't have her on my top ten list, but yeah, that's, that's that's another one that we need to consider. I think for the uh, <laughs> she's good man for, for the for the bonus slot. That, yeah, damn. You know, mm-hmm. let me tell you something about her. Her look, like she is just. Uh, I mean, she's she's gorgeous, and she's got a, she's an amazing shape. And just she has, she jumps off the screen. I'm mad at myself that I don't have her in my top ten. On my honorable mention, I am a big, big fan of Taylor Hendrick for sure. Didn't didn't you vote for her to get a contract with the gut check thing I back did. in the day? I did. That's correct. When we did the gut check gimmick, uh, myself, uh, Bruce Pritchett, and the jobber Al Snow, I um, <laughs> I. <laughs> Subtle. I uh, I did, yeah. I uh, I voted for her, for Taylor, to get a contract. She is just, but she reinvented herself, man. She looks, like, different now. Uh, she kind of looks like Cap. We talked about this before. Christina Cap- Hendricks, who yeah. was in Mad Men Mad for a Men. while. Yeah, that's um, she really just, she's uh, captivating. I got to be honest with you, man. Like, for me, Taylor Hendrick, um, Katrina, you know, from, from Lucha Underground, th- those two girls, to me, and they work for different companies, you know, they completely jump off the screen for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm serious. Like, now, you know, it's a little bit different with Lucha Underground, especially with Katrina, because the role that she is in, you know, she's she's what Mil Mortes and doing her thing now. It's a little bit of a different role. She's not in the ring wrestling much, but some might remember, you know, her name is Carly Call, Perez, and I believe she was in WWE for some time, right? And you know her, Mike? Are you familiar with her? What was the name again? Carly Perez, uh, uh, Katrina. Carly Perez. Uh, she's in on Lucha Underground. She's the one. I've seen her. I've seen her in Lucha Underground. I was not familiar with her when she was in WWE. I, yeah, I, I think she was in like the training system f- several years back. I don't think she was with WWE itself. But she might have been like NXT or before NXT. I can't recall. But uh, she is a true pro. She looks great. I don't know if we segue into this because I was talking about to me the two females that really jump off the screen for me that are not on my top 10 that are not in that are that are that are not in the WWE is Taylor Hendrick and 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 Carly Perez which is Katrina I mean both those girls to me just just and I'll throw one more in there that's not on my top 10 that I think is awesome how about this we'll just go off the rails and that's Veda Scott you know Veda Scott who ring of honor she does the attorney gimmick there but she works on all sorts of different independents she's been on my show before Veda um, Mike, you've seen her. She does like the geeky. geeky. She's an attorney. Oh, you know. Oh, oh I, she, she's on uh, Ring of Honor pretty much every week. Absolutely, I think coming out absolutely. with her she with, is. with her guys. I, and and again, another one of those people. And I I, knew, I think you had her as as a guest on one of your first podcasts. I have. Yes, I did. Uh, yes. I, I I I think I think she's another like you said that that terminology the jumping off the screen. Yeah. And there, there, it's it's difficult. And I think and I, and again, this is not a knock. But I think sometimes it's difficult to keep your eyes on the talent yeah. that she's yeah. balleting or backing yep. because you're watching her. Absolutely. And, th- and, and you know, and the thing is, girls like Veda Scott and Carly Perez, they're not in, and even Taylor Hendricks, Ring of Honor, they're not really uh, on those shows. They're not in, in-ring performers as much as they are characters right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why, for me personally, guys, they're not a, those three girls who I'm fans of all. I love those girls, all three of them. They're not on my top ten because they're not doing too much in-ring stuff right now. That makes sense? Makes 100% sense. Uh, I think that's probably why, 
even though I hadn't thought that through. I think subliminally that's probably why I don't have him on my top ten list. Yeah, but the captain does. Captain Taylor well, they, She performs in oh, – Taylor Hendricks performs Women of Honor. Yeah, I so know. So does Vanda oh, right. Scott, point. stuff good, like that. Good point, yeah. And, you know, i got to start watching the Women of Honor more. I don't see – I don't watch that enough. So captain threw a flag on me. Uh, captain, no, you're fired at the end of the show. You're gone. <laughs> Captain's gone. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, he made me look like a job or he's gone. Um, so my number six is Becky Lynch. I feel that Becky, um, look, we've talked about her already here. She's just tremendous, this young lady out of Ireland. Uh, I've talked about it on Twitter and stuff like that on my show in regards to like the way she throws a suplex. I, I humbly say... If anyone has mimicked any of my type of throws, mimic maybe is a wrong word, but uh, was inspired, that's the word, by my type of suplexing, I would say that this girl is. Becky, the way she applies, she she is the best as far as takedowns and throws. There is no females better than her that I've seen t- in today's world. She's that wow. good. Yeah, that's a shoot. What, what, a, what a compliment coming from you. Thank you. Um, and uh, she, she should be proud. She's on my list. I still have her to come. And uh, I, I agree with your thoughts. Yep. All right. We're going to get through uh, one through five or five to one. We're going to take a quick break. Okay. We'll come back from break and we will uh, get into uh, uh, five, four, three, two, and one right here. This is uh, special fantasy draft edition. Mike, today is our guest, the captain here, and myself doing top 10 female wrestlers. We'll be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And now back to the Fantasy Draft with Taz and Professor Vegas, Mike Tenay. All right, here we go. Getting back after it right here on the Taz Show special edition, fantasy draft edition of the show. Having a lot of fun here. We already hit our 10 through 6, my list, the captain's list, and Mike Tanay, who's our guest, Professor Vegas. And uh, we're going to do 5 through 1 in this next segment here. Hope you guys are enjoying it thus far. We're doing our thing. I'll tell you what. It's um, it's definitely always fun to interact and go through the whole deal of who's you know who's the best female wrestler, who's this, who's that, different viewpoints from myself or from you, uh, Captain meaning you or Mike Tenay. Different because you got you got Tenay who's a full blown broadcaster uh, for so many years in the business. You got the Captain who's a full blown fan for so many years, and you got myself who I basically cover everything. I've, I've done it all. So. Uh, you know, let's be honest. I mean, I'm speaking humbly, Mike. You know that. I mean, I've done everything. So, I mean, what more is there for me to do? I've, as far as you, you, you always do. That's always been the tack that you've taken. <laughs> it's put put others over first. Yes. Take, take the back seat. That's that's the way you are. Well, that's and, the and gimmick. That's, that's that's what that's what we appreciate. And that's that's what it's all about. I, I'll tell you. I was talking before the show, Mike. I'm going to tell you this right now, brother. I can't wait to get home because I got some. Uh, I got a new sponsor, and they sent me a bunch of yeah pre- premium meats. Okay. And they are unbelievable. Premium meat company. Bro, I know you're out in the desert today, and you don't get a lot of, there's not a lot of, you know, animals there to eat. So, 
you know, I, wait, wait a minute. No. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, in Las Vegas, there's not a lot of animals to eat. Well, it's a right. desert. Sure. It's a desert. It's, so, it's, 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 you're, you're right. It, it's tough to get a steak in Vegas. Good, no, good but point. I got a deal. Yeah, but you want to talk about steak? I got the best steak. Here. I got patties. I got chicken. I got salmon. I got ribeyes, top sirloin, strip steaks, fillets, top stuff delivered to your door, bro. Cold. Well, uh, maybe you have samples for the sheep? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> no, but they, they, yo, check it out, man. Premier Meat Company, they've been providing proteins to top restaurants in the United States for decades. For the first time ever, we're all now able to enjoy it in our homes. And all you got to do is go to premiermeatcompany.com. Okay, they, 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 they are all about green proteins that benefit your health, your environment, and your community. Okay, they have a subscription model. Uh, it, it's great. You can get this, get these, these meats, these proteins delivered to you uh, uh, every week to your home for you and your family. And Mike, I'm telling you, it's great for a guy like you that lives in the desert. Okay, they, they are supporting a network of farmers and promoting eating local grown foods. They deliver the food, the, the proteins, I should say, perfectly to you. Packed and shipped, cold and fresh, never frozen, delivered nationwide. Check this out, Mike, within 48 hours right to your doorstep. That's pretty good. Oh, that's, that, that, I, I demand that. That, I, Every I know. time I order meat, it's got to be within 48 hours on my doorstep. Of course. And, and you know what? You could choose from a variety of fresh beef, pork, chicken, lamb, and Mike, I know your favorite, venison. And they have bison and seafood. So it's it's a hmm. big deal. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, a uh, to Z. They've got all the bases covered. Bro, I've had the chicken tenders from them. Free-range chicken tenders. Awesome. I've had their grass-fed uh, uh, burger patties. Delicious. The uh, They have a flat iron steak. It's unbelievable. Their food... The, the proteins, it's awesome. They have tuna, cod, halibut, the whole gamut. So, and I got a deal for you today. You can save 20 bucks right now. Use the code TAZLIVE, T-A-Z-L-I-V-E. Hold, hold on a second. T-A-Z, <laughs> L, I'm writing this down, T-A-Z-L-I-V-E. Correct, and that, So that, that's the, what, Now, what's that going to give me? Is that How much of a discount? $20, homeboy. $20 off Ooh. of, yeah, 20 bucks right. off your order. Yeah. PremierMeatCompany.com. Go check it out. PremierMeatCompany.com. Use the promo code T-A-Z-L-I-V-E. Taz Live. The captain, your, your mouth's watering, I can tell. You, you got me hungry again. You're damn right. Oh. They got an assorted gift basket, too, with all sorts of meats all mixed up, all proteins, chicken drumlets. A big deal too. Those are the best kind of gift baskets. You're damn right. Proteins, meats. It's all about that. Premium meat company dot com. Go check them out. They're awesome. And Taz Live, save yourself 20 bucks. Use the code. All right, good. Here we go. Let's keep rolling. Number five. Who's up? The uh the, the today is up, right? Yeah. T- at number five for me is is somebody that I respect so much. I as as I was thinking as I put this list together, I, I think by far the best female wrestler uh, in terms of matches that I've called through the years. And I think it's, it's a standout pick at number five, and that's Gail Kim. Mm, yep. is, is, there, is there anybody who, when she's in the ring, makes everybody around her yeah. better? Awesome. It, yep. It's Gail Kim. And I, I think that what TNA had with the female division a couple of years ago they were head and shoulders above everybody else in profession in, in North American professional wrestling. Yes, I not, not even close to the talent that they had at that time. They've since uh, been obviously bypassed by the talent that NXT and WWE has when it when it comes to the females. But the one constant in TNA 
And again, I probably would have her even higher, but in, in looking at this as a fantasy list where you're putting together an organization, just because of the fact that she's in her late 30s, I put her in at number five, but Gail Kim could easily be number one, and I don't think I can, I can give uh, any better compliment than say the, the, the best that I've ever called when it came to female wrestling. Hey, uh, she's on my list. That's all I'm going to say. I'm a huge fan of Gail Kim. Um, what do you got there, uh, oh, Cap? At number five, I have Charlotte. Okay, you got the Charlotte. I like her work a lot, and as was mentioned earlier, I'm looking forward to Charlotte stepping away from Rick a bit. You think so? And just kind of defining her own character. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think so. That's a, we were talking about that. I think that would be a good, um, a good thing once they get ready to do that. I think it would be good if you, know, if you saw Rick here and there with her, not all the time. You know, special occasions, special moments, stuff like that. Um, maybe once in a while have Rick come out do guest commentary on, on a, his daughter's match or something like that. Would be, you know, but not every week. I just think it's too much in, in my view. So, um, okay, here we are. We are at number five, and now uh, the, you know the manly hour. Myself, I, I give my number five. So I'm going to go with Mike's um, Mike Tenay with his number ten, and that's Eva Lee from Lucha Underground. You know, Mike, I don't think you gave her a lot of give her enough justice putting her at ten. This girl is underrated. Uh, her promos are awesome, dude. I don't know if you ever really paid attention to her promos, and she does them. She does the bilingual. So, I, I, I watched her, you know, really closely on, like I said, that first week of Lucha Underground this year because she was such a featured player. And you're right, just uh, she was terrific behind the microphone. She's good, man. She's good. Her work definitely uh, is. Whew, she's good. She's good. I got her at number five. Um, you know, and a I great think, look too. Great look. I think that this list and, and the way the business has gone with, with wrestling business has gone with females and and Mike you know my I talk about this a lot on my show it's amazing how and it's so cool to see that female wrestling has evolved to it's it's out of the eye candy TNA and I don't mean the wrestling company I mean T you know NA um, it, it's out of that realm and out of that that you know kind of sexist uh, dirty feel, what, what we've seen a lot over the years. You know, it's evolved to a, to an athletic contest, and the girls that are getting over making money for these companies and making money for themselves are the girls that are wrestlers that can actually work really, really well. Yeah, isn't it funny when you look back at the history of women's wrestling and uh, when you first started watching wrestling, I would say that there was a lot of eye candy yeah. uh, at that point. It was, it was almost like you had your accomplished uh, women wrestlers, uh, fabulous Mula, all the the ladies that she had trained, and there would be a place on the card for them a few times on the year. You know, other other territories, other promotions would have them more often. Uh, then, as you said, I think maybe more towards the '90s, it was just about getting a pretty girl and into a bathing suit and putting her in the ring. Uh, I, hey, I've I've called many bra and panty matches, unfortunately. <laughs> You know, on and, and I and it was and cool, it, but I mean, I'm just saying, as far as the business, it just you know, it's like it's better now with this. You know, when you when you think how it's now come full circle uh, to where you have such uh, tremendous workers and uh, with great looks <clears throat> and young ladies, uh, it, it it really is a total difference. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest change in, in, in female wrestling in the past year, especially, is the way that the WWE has finally come up with storylines for them uh, that, that, that give them a chance uh, to, you know, to really shine on the big stage. Never really happened before, Taz, if you think about it, through the years. 
there was never like that separate storyline like we're seeing these days. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And that's like the captain thinks that should be their own show, but you jobbed him out and said, no, he's an idiot. That's what you said. Um, you know, that's the only thing I've disagreed with him about <laughs> the, 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 the entire show. And, yeah. and I've, got an, I've got another pick at number four that's right in line with okay, the captain. Mike, take control. Take control of the show. Get you up, Mike, at number four. Go ahead. Four is Charlotte. Uh, again, I think Captain Tommy had her at five. I've got her at four. Um, not only the athletic background and a very, very accomplished volleyball player yes. as Charlotte, but also, as we've touched on a few times, the family background. To me, it just makes her a natural. Um, God, when, when you watch her, are you amazed at how quickly that she was able to pick things up, how she became among the best today? Um, and I don't, I don't really know the young lady. I, I met her a time or two back in, in the WCW days when she would come to matches. But you just have to know that, that the, the way that, that she's picked this up so quickly, it has to be a testament to not only her ability, but also her work ethic. Yeah. And wow. in my opinion, I think she really turned this division around um, as a heel. And I think the turn, and while it it was kind of a strange turn and, and kind of came out of nowhere for whatever reason they decided to make that switch a few months back. I think that that putting Ric Flair out there with her was probably a creative move to solidify the heel turn. Yeah, I agree so with that. Yep. I, I, I'm, I'm all on board with that. I uh, don't want to go again to where we went recently as far as, you know, how long it'll be till they cut the cord. Right, right. So uh, as far as the promo work, I think the hardest thing, Taz, is when we see her in the ring, what do we do naturally? We, we, we compare her to Rick. Well, of course, I, yeah. You got her yeah, wooing, I, you got her yeah, doing the woo. To. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. She's wooing, woo, 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 and uh, figure eight. Figure, I like the figure eight concept, but she's wooing. I mean, you know, she's, right. it's like, ah, I don't know. And, and, and half the time, Rick's standing there. Uh, so so it, it, it does. It makes it difficult to be in that shadow. But I, I think she's I think she's good on promos. I think she's only going to get better. And um, yeah, I, I I like this run uh, with her as a heel and the way that she appears to be so comfortable in that role. And that's why I have Charlotte at number four. Yeah, I think it's a great pick. I'm a big fan of Charlotte. I mean, we all got her in the top ten for sure. And you know, I think also being second generation, like you know, like Natty, uh, uh, like Natalia, like Paige, these girls that are grew up in the business with, with family members from the business, you know, you can pick things up quicker, I believe, because you grow up where the business is in your house. I've talked about this before, like with my son. He's not in the business, nor will, he, will, will, nor will he be. But I'm just saying, like, he knows the business. Like, he knows the wrestling business. And he's not a wrestler, and he's not trying to be a wrestler, but he knows the business. Like, he understands. When you grow up in a household like that, like like a, a Paige, like a, Beck, uh, like a Paige, like a Charlotte, like Natty, you know that that's it's just going to come second nature to you. I, I really believe that. You, you, you just organically pick those things up, don't you? You, do. you definitely do, and you definitely do. And obviously, we're talking about females here, but obviously with the guys too. You see, so many second and third generation wrestlers today, their kids are doing such big things because they're growing up in a household like that. Captain Tom, you here? You alive, buddy? I'm right here. You good? You are, are you good? I'm right here. I'm, I'm good. Wake you up a little bit. Okay. Oh my God! Oh my! God. Wake up, son. All right, so. Joey Jojo! <laughs> <laughs> Today. Oh, my. Too much, right? Too much. It's crazy. <laughs>
It's like you're calling a Z Morning Zoo. Hey, we got a trumpet there. We got a marching band. <laughs> hey, look at that. Ba, 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 da, da, da. We got a gimmick. Hey. <laughs> we got horns. We got trumpets. We got all sorts of things, bro. It's crazy here. So, um, all right, where were we? All right. So, we got number four. Who's up? I'm up. The captain's up. Go. Number four, I got the boss, Sasha Banks. The boss. I get the same feeling with Sasha as I get with Becky. I think Sasha's fantastic, and I think Sasha's only going to get better. Yeah, she's awesome. She's on my list. Uh, Sasha's excellent. I got a feeling she's on today's list, but I digress. I like Sasha at four. That's a good job there, Cap. My number four is Gail Kim from TNA. As today mentioned, I myself sitting next to Mike had the opportunity to call a lot of Gail Kim matches, and I've had to call them also in the WWE when she was there. Uh, she is a Gail is just a phenomenal professional wrestler. And sports entertainer, uh, everything about her, everything she does, the way she looks, the way she walks, the way she talks, her presence in the ring, her physicality in the ring, her promos, the way she is backstage as a professional, everything about Gail, it, to me, is win, 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 win. Gail Kim, my number four. So, uh, okay, here we go. Top three city jobbers. All right, so number three, today, go. Yeah, number three for me is Natalia. When I made the list the first time, um, and I just I, I, I went to slot them one to ten. I actually had her at number one. Really? Um, wow. That's the that's the respect that I have for her. Uh, first third generation female wrestler, I believe, uh, because obviously uh, the daughter of Jim the Anvil Nightheart, right? Grandfather Stu Hart, um, trained in the Hart family dungeon. Technically. I think right at the top when it comes to the best women that I've ever seen. Hmm. If, if, I, if I say this next sentence, it might come off as sexist, but it's anything but. It, this is probably the best compliment that I think I could give, and that is that she wrestles like a guy. Hmm. Hmm. She, she holds a match together like nobody that I've seen um, up in the WWE. And again, I had her, I had her at number one. But when I went to check on ages and things like that, just thinking of this being something that you, where you'd be drafting for a pick, I think she's in, in her mid-30s. And I just thought number three is probably a great slot, but I have such incredible respect for her. And I don't think that she's, I don't think she's really ever been given the chance to totally break out in WWE. Um, it, it, it's come close a couple of times, um, and I don't know whether that happens down the line. But I, I think she, to me, is, is she's the glue. She's yeah. the glue in that division. She's great. There's no doubt. I mean, uh, she's definitely great, Natty. Nighthawk for sure. Okay, good. That's your number three today. Thank you. Go ahead, Cap. Number three, I have the NXT Women's Champion, Bailey. Okay. That match that Bailey had with Banks at NXT Brooklyn, I got to see that live and in person. I can't remember ever seeing a women's match that had me at the edge of my seat. Edge of your seat. Gotcha. Yeah, I know. You talk about that match all the time. Every day, Mikey talks about that match. I was there. I was in Brooklyn. I text you I, about it, too. <laughs> I was there. I was. He took a picture of his chair. He sent it to me. Like, the guy's obsessed. <laughs> well, it, it was a hell of a match, and, and especially uh, given the amount of time that they had oh, God. and the, 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 the crowd reaction that they, awesome. that they got that night, awesome, awesome. I, I, I do not know uh, that I've seen a crowd reaction as strong as that for a Divas match in, in, in uh, maybe ever, maybe ever. Uh, it, that was, that, that was, was really phenomenal. Yeah. They yep. made a ventilator and kicked ass. It was great for that, sure. Well, there you go. And most importantly, the captain was in attendance. 
So uh, that's all I ever hear about. I was there. I was there. I know. He acts like he refed a match, Mike. He acts like he was the, like he like he wrestled. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, hey but, but but think about this. As as you pointed out, the fact that they were put in the main event slot, and the fact that they delivered with that kind of pressure, mm-hmm. that that that's almost the ultimate compliment right there. Yep. Well, my number three. I was gonna say it was I think a double main event because that evening Balor and Owens had a ladder was match. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Balor and Owens had a ladder. match. That was match your three, evening. right? Bailey was your three. NXT Brooklyn. Yeah. That's my three also. I just made it my three. It's my three too. How about that? No, no. My number three is Bailey also. So. Um, I, this I keep talking about, you know, to me, promo skill, all these girls on this list are tremendous athletes and talents, and there's girls that aren't on the list that, that we didn't name that are. Uh, I'm big into, and I say it a lot, connecting to the audience and how do you connect, not just physically, but your promo work. And Bally, to me, as I said earlier, she connects to people. She connects to young girls, you know, and that's a big deal. You know, that's a big, big deal. She connects to people. She does. There's something about her. You just, she's got this, is a, um, there's almost like this uh, vulnerability. There's something about her that you, you you feel like you could just, Mike, what are you doing? You're, you're wrinkling papers in the microphone? What are we doing here, guy? Come on. Be a professional. It's almost like you're aggravating me. I mean, what the hell is that? What do you do? You, do you come on the show and oh, oh, hey, honey, get me the whole roll of aluminum foil. I'm about to go on Taz's show so I can roll it I, I up was, in the I mic. Was, I was I was turning the pages of my New York Post. You got a problem with that? How big is that newspaper? It's gigantic. <laughs> it's a big, big newspaper. They're huge. It's like a drive-in theater. Like <laughs> gigantic. What are you reading the Magna Carta over there? What are you doing? So. Uh, so, Bailey. Yeah, I was pulling out the crossword puzzle. What do you think? <laughs> I'm pouring up my heart on Bailey. You're like, He's reading a newspaper. It's unbelievable. What is this guy using? He's got giant. Yeah, I mean, you used your. I was listening to every word you said, believe it or not. I believe it. The, the, the word that you used, that connectability with the audience. Yes. Uh, let's be honest. That's what takes a mid card wrestler and. and, and Turns them into a superstar. Absolutely. And the, the way you connect, and you got to be able to talk a little bit. She can. There's something about this girl. You feel like you could just sit and you could be online at the post office and get into a conversation with, with her and, and laugh and, and, and not, not trying to pick her up or nothing like that. I'm saying, but like, like a real conversation with her. Like, I don't know what the post office analogy came That was weird. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, it's just, just something about her. Like, you could talk to her. She's approachable. Where unlike me, where I don't come off as approachable. That's the problem. So, are, you, are you saying like if you run into her at the general store? If you go, yeah, general store is a big. That's a good point, Cap. <laughs> that's a big thing here, Mike. General store. We talk a lot about the general store. So, Mike, you really need to pay attention. There, there, to the wait, we got a captain. We got a general. No, it's, I told you it's the Z Morning Zoo. So, uh, <laughs> I told you that. We got sound effects. We got all sorts of stuff. We got we got everything. Oh, we got Apollo Creed. There is no tomorrow. Whatever but, you... most, but most importantly, you have VOD. <laughs> yes, we do have VOD. <laughs> and we share it with everyone. We share it with the world. All right, number two, here we go. Look, I got things to do. We gotta, I got to go home and eat my premium meats. Let's go. What, what do we got? Who's number two? Number two. Number two. I'm, I'm up. I'm up. It's Becky Lynch for me. Um, the terrific matches, the series that she had with Sasha Banks, I think really brought this, uh, this young lady to my attention. Um, I don't know whether we touched on this earlier. I know you mentioned she was Irish, uh, tra- trained by Finn Balor, and 
I did not. You know, you can, you, you can, you, you can, you can tell. I think yeah. <laughs> when you watch and and great points that you made about the athleticism, Taz, as as well as the compliments you gave her when it when it came to suplexes, which yeah. I, I I can't top that. I'm just going to say Becky Lynch number two. Sounds good, buddy. All right, we got Cap number two. I have someone both uh, you and Mike have uh, Eva Lise. Yes. I'm not again. I'm not a big a fan of the uh, mixed gender matches either, but I'm really impressed with how Eva Lee has handled herself in the ring, as well as the promo work that you had mentioned earlier. She's, she's awesome, amazing. Dude. Yeah, she is. Um, okay, good. So you got Eva Lee. The captain is at two. Uh, two. I have Paige. As we're getting down to the nitty gritty here, where we have a lot of the same ones, just in different spots. I have Paige as my number two. We talked a lot about Paige. She's just again this girl heel, baby face, don't matter. Works either way. This girl's work is believable. Talk about working like a, a dude. Let me tell you, she works physical, rough, aggressive. She works tough. I mean, she looks tough. She works tough, but yet she has a sexiness about her. You know what I mean? So she's got it all covered. Um, and her gimmick that she's got such, I mean, her, her, her skin tone, she's, she's not tanning in the sun. It's kind of like her thing. And she wears black to look even, her skin to look even whiter. And she's so white, she's transparent. So, you know. And, and really, really, Taz, like you said, the presentation, because she's so smooth, you buy in 100%. Yeah. she's uh, Her work is legit, legit, legit. It looks like she's shooting on people. I mean, she's really, really good. <laughs> so I mean, She is, man. She's legit. So, uh, all right, we're down to the nitty-gritty. We're up to number one, right? Hold this on. This is it. All right, so without any further ado, uh, I guess we'll have to um, let me just think for a minute. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go this route. Okay, Mike Tanay, please give us your number one, Mike Tanay, and go. I love that drum roll. I'm just going to listen to the drum roll. It's long. Number one. Number, number one for me is Sasha Banks, and I know it's it's been mentioned before. Uh, let's, let's be honest. Sasha Banks is I, I, probably the darling of the Internet when it comes to the WWE Divas, and I have to admit, I'm on board, um, really stood out for me with the long run that she had as the NXT champion. Yep. Terrific series of matches with all the young ladies, with Bailey, with Becky Lynch, with Charlotte. And this was another one when I went through and, and made some notes on the ages. Just turned 24 years wow. old. Oh, my God. So, again, uh, it, it, again the word potential well, I think she's realized the potential, but then we also have tons of upside with Sasha Banks, who's my number one. Yeah, great, great job. I have her on my list. I didn't name her less yet. <laughs> okay, hey, Cap, who's your uh, number one? I wonder what he's going to say, Mike. I'm wondering, I'm pondering. And number one, I have Asuka. Uh-huh. I'm, just, I'm amazed at how she's able to do what she does without um, no promo work. She's just getting over. She's fantastic. She is. She is getting over, and she. And it's a good point. She is getting. He makes a very good point, Mike. Without promos. Yeah, Cap, Captain doing a hell of a job here I on mean, the on the fantasy list. This is amazing. You think I'm aligned with jobbers here? I mean, I am, but this guy. <laughs> My shirt says. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes he brings it. You know what I mean? Uh, all right, good. So the captain, he's got Oscar. Uh, the Mike today. The Mike, he's got the Sasha. And without any further ado, the man of the hour, the, the top dog, the guy who runs the whole show here, uh, that's me. I will give you my number one. It's pretty simple to figure out. I've been saying she's on my list, and I haven't named her yet. And that is Sasha Banks. Yes, Sasha Banks. 
like Mike today. I agree with everything Mike said, and you had her on there too, Captain, earlier. I believe number six you had her. Number four, which is ridiculous. She should be number one. This Sasha Banks, she's not a big girl. She's not big at all, but she is so athletic. She can work. Uh, she's got a very unique look. You know, you're not even sure when you look at her at first. You're not sure what nationality she is. I or, believe she's cousins with Snoop Dogg. I, she is. Right. She is. But I'm just saying, like, she's got a very unique look about her. Uh, she, she's a sexy girl. Um, she, her promo work is great. The way she walks out and does that cockiness to her, that swagger she has, is just something that just, just bleeds charisma. And that's what she does. And as far as her in-ring work... A uh, super, super athletic and talented girl. So that's my number one. And that's it. So there's our, our ten. We, we all uh, we had a couple different ones, each of us, but a lot of the same ones. And uh, this was a lot of fun. I mean, you know, look, so people out there that are listening or watching this, you know, before you start tweeting to any of us, to Tanae, myself, or the captain, and you start burying us, oh, how could you have that number five? You're a job or you're an idiot. Look, this is all, you know, this is just opinions. Doesn't mean uh, that that the captain's right. Doesn't mean that Tanae's right. As we know, uh, it, 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 it kind of means. always right. We know that. That's rule number one. It means that I'm right. So we, we know that's that. That's the fact. So, but yeah. that, without, without dealing with people's tweets. You're an idiot. Yeah, I know I'm an idiot. I don't need you to tell me, okay? So uh, it's all subjective. It's just opinions. Uh, you know, so. Uh, what a bunch of jugheads we are. <laughs> I, I have to put the captain over again. No, don't. Um, Please don't. I, I, and I know his head's going to be so big, he's oh. not going to be able to walk out of the studio oh. today. <laughs> but but the, the, the pick of, of Oscar at number one, uh, I I think there's actually potential for her to be number one. Um, I had her in my top ten list, and like I said, what I what I would say if, if we're at, if we're throwing out a, a couple of uh, honorable mentions here is that when when I started to look at some of the matches for this Stardom promotion in Japan, I, I'm just going to throw a couple of names out for people if they if they want to go check these out. If you like the work of uh, Osaka in in NXT. You would love to watch, and I'll probably butcher some of these names, but I, I have three names here that I that I wrote down: Mako Satomura, mm-hmm. Kairi Hojo, which is I believe H O J O, and Io Shirai or Shiri. Not sure how that's pronounced, okay. but I, I watched these matches, and uh, this was the promotion, the Stardom Group, where where Asuka was, uh, you know, really grew up over in Japan. And there's a lot of her matches uh, that are available as well, and you're going to be impressed. There's some, you know, Taz. We, I, I don't think that that the Japanese women's uh, groups get near the credit that they did uh, maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, hey, remember back in the day when even uh, WWF brought in the Jumping Bomb Angels? Oh tag God, team? yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and, that, they, they, you know, that opened up the eyes of so many people to what Japanese women's wrestling was all about. And I think that, yeah. that just just because Japanese wrestling has been in a decline until the last year or so uh, when, when New Japan has really broken through, but I think as a result, Japanese women's wrestling really got shuffled to the back. But it was eye-opening to me when I, when I you know, delved a little bit deeper into it and, uh, and and was able to watch these matches with these these other ladies, and 
think you'd be impressed. Yeah, no, I'll definitely get on that, Mike. And uh, at least you said that in a soundbite. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh. Um, I, was, I was just trying to give you a little bit of extra. To, you know, does your wife? Does your you know, wife? Just, just Phil. Hey, does your just Phil? Does your wife let you talk or what? Jesus. <laughs> you are unbelievable. I, you know, bro. I never come up for air. You know that. You think? All right, so anyway, look, look. this wraps up another great edition of the Fantasy Draft Edition. I want to thank you, Mike, for jumping in. As usual, you bring your A game. You're a stud. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And uh, I want to thank the captain. Good job, Jabba. Welcome. We broke your cherry out here. Thank you. That was fun. Very proud of you. That's very nice. So uh, another Hell fa- of a job, captain. Thank you. And if, hey, if Tanae gives you an endorsement, oh, that's a rarity. <laughs> tell you that right now. This guy don't put nobody over. Everybody knows that about Tanae. All right, look, for Mike today, the professor, make sure you check out his podcast. And uh, for the captain, I'm Taz. This was a special fancy draft edition. And uh, I'll talk to you guys real soon right here, baby. Take care. Yeah. Yeah, said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names Back then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at To go and pour another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let you go Since I was shooting hoops, no issues, you know what I've been going through. And it's for the team, no, I go for my dreams, I've been on tour.